Hey, you guys, I'm your host, Deanna, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady. I hope you all are having a great week so far. I want to thank you all for tuning in for another podcast. I appreciate it. And for all the newcomers as well, for giving the podcast an opportunity, I definitely appreciate the support from you all. So thank you for that. Before we get started today, we're picking up with part two of the Armor of God. I just want to ask a few favors and go over a few reminders for you ladies. Favor I would like to ask is if you can please go ahead and scroll down and comment on the podcast about how you're feeling, how the podcast has helped you in any way. So that someone else can know if this podcast is for them, basically. If you can also rate, there are stars where you can rate the show as well. If you can do that for me, I would definitely appreciate that. And of course, I want to ask if you can share the podcast with any ladies that you may know. Once you listen to it, you can decide who you want to send it to. But I suggest you send it to any ladies that you may know, because even though something may not hit you a certain way, it could definitely help someone else. So those are the favors I would like to ask you. The uh, reminders I would like to remind you of are don't forget to sign up for the devotionals. We have daily devotionals that are brought to you by Faith Walker through Becoming a Divine Lady. You have to click on the link that I will leave below. Once you click on the link, it takes you directly to the website. And all you have to do is enter your email and the devotionals will start coming to you Monday through Friday. That's all you have to do. So if you can click on the link, that would be great. Put in your email. Also... If you have any questions, any prayer requests, or any suggestions, please email me. The way you can reach me is through email. My email is info, so that's I-N-F-O, at becomingadivinelady.com. I will definitely get back to you within 24 hours. All right, so I think that's all we have for the reminders and the favors to ask you ladies. So this week, we're going to pick up where we left off with the Armor of God Part 2. And I want to start out with the scripture we were following in part one, which is Ephesians chapter six, verses 10 through 18. All right. So I'm going to reread it. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's scheme. For our struggles is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the forearm of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and sword of spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. All right, so this is the scripture that we based the podcast on, starting in part one. Here are the questions for you to reflect on. The first question is, what are some ways you believe the devil is scheming in your life? The second question is, is there one area in your life in particular where you feel attacked the most? 
Number three is what do you believe is holding you back from seeing and hearing the enemy before a plan of attack? And number four is do you believe that if you open your eyes and ears that you will be able to recognize the schemes of the devil? All right. So now before we get started, I want to go over and remind you of the first three armors that we went over in part one. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to play a clip from the part one podcast for you just to go over the last three to kind of give a brief description. First armor that we went over, we talked about how the enemy attacks our minds. And we went over that we need to put on a belt of truth. And the belt of truth is knowing God's word. Knowing God's truth is the remedy to Satan lies and deception. So that's the first armor. The way that we put on that armor every day is knowing God's word, knowing God's truth. And know that when we walk at the house, what God says stands. We have to stand firm on God's word. The second thing we talked about is our hearts and how the enemy tries to scheme against our heart. And with that, we have to put on a breastplate of righteousness. And without righteousness, we leave ourselves open to Satan attacks. And to be righteous, we have to repent, we have to be forgiven, and we have to forgive. And we have to do what's right in God's eye. So that's how we put on a breastplate of righteousness to guard our hearts. And the third thing that we just talked about is how the enemy try to attack us with fear and make us, you know, start to doubt what God said and not having trust in God. These fear are things that basically takes us away from what God is really telling us. But we have to put on the shoes of peace and having that peace means that being right with God and having peace, even in the troubled times when we're standing on God's word, it all comes down to the enemy knows God's word remember that so everything he does he's trying to take you farther and farther away from what god's word says if you haven't read the bible he won't he don't want you to read the bible if you haven't read any devotionals he don't want you to read any devotionals if you hadn't listened to a sermon he don't want you to listen to a sermon if all you focus on is things of the world that's what the enemy wants you to do but we're not beings of the world we're beings of god All right, so I just wanted to give you that brief description. Now, if you have not had a chance to listen to the Armor of God Part 1, please go back and listen to that one as well. So let's go ahead and get started with the next area I believe the enemy tries to attack us with. That area is faith, okay? Listen, I believe that faith is the number one thing to have in our relationship with God, right? But here's the thing, like the word faith is the most overused word, but the most underutilized action. I'm going to say that again. The word faith is the number one overused word, but the most underutilized action. Okay? Because when you talk about faith, it doesn't mean you actually have it. People say all the time, oh, I have faith in God. Oh, I have faith. But your actions does not show we have faith. And what we have to do is we have to understand that faith does not control God. It does not make God do something that you want him to do faith gives us access to what God has already planned for us all right so we have to keep that in mind when we think about faith but now since faith is believing in the unseen and that's that's the tough part for a lot of us without being able to see or know what's next that's that's the tough part of faith but faith is an action so we use it all the time to say that we have it but our actions doesn't show that okay 
And what the enemy will do is he will try to attack us in many ways to destroy our faith. Like he is definitely after our faith. He doesn't want us to have faith. He doesn't want us to believe in the unseen. He doesn't want us to understand that us having faith will unlock some things. So he doesn't want that. And it may be some of the things that I mentioned previously, but the devil, he will use the same thing in different areas of your lives if that makes sense. He wants your faith, like he wants your peace of mind, he wants your attitude, and he wants your heart. The devil does not want you to have any of these things, right? And I need you ladies to understand that you're not being attacked over tangible things in your life. The enemy is fighting you over things that you cannot see. It says in Hebrews 11 verse 6, And without faith it is impossible to please him. For whomever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Now, again, since the enemy is familiar with God's word, he would make it so that we don't please God. It says without faith, it is impossible to please God. So some of the ways that the devil will attack our faith is to make us believe that we are self-sufficient. That's a major way that he will attack us. And when I say self-sufficient, I mean that you have done everything in your life yourself. You didn't have any help. You don't need any help, not from God and not from nobody else, right? That's what the enemy wants us to believe. He wants us to believe that we can do it all ourselves, and really believe in that you're the only person that can do it right. But we can't have it both ways. We cannot trust in our own abilities to accomplish something and trust in God's ability at the same time. We must decrease and God must increase. But if we're constantly thinking that we can do it all, we're increasing, but that makes God decreasing, right? So that's something that many of us have to change is trust. We have to put God first and trust that he knows all things and that he will make sure he guides us and he deserves the glory for it all. We don't need to take credit for anything, but the enemy will have us thinking that he will trick us into thinking that nobody has our back. Nobody can help us. Nobody can do it the way we can do it when God can do all things better than what we can do we should not be thinking that we should be getting credit for anything right especially if we know that God is doing all things things blessings that are happening in your life and you want to take credit that's that's the enemy right but the enemy will make us think that he will make us think that we need to get all the credit he will make us think oh you did it all by yourself you don't nobody has your back nobody can do it better than you can that's the mentality that he wants us to have and nobody understands that the enemy attacks us this way but that's the truth another way the devil attacks our faith is that he keeps things in front of us and when I say that I mean like he keeps the natural things in front of us he keeps the worldly things in front of us so we can see and hear and think about those things constantly right and when I say the natural things I mean like you know anything that's happening in your life right now that is constantly in front of your face right if you're dealing with Whatever it is that you're dealing with, I'm not even going to give examples, but whatever it is that you're dealing with in your life is in the natural realm. It's, it's here. You can see it. it's in the physical, right? Faith is the unseen. So when the devil keeps you focused on the things that are natural that you can see, you're not focusing on faith. You're not focusing on the unseen. You're not focusing on the things that God would do that you cannot see. And you have to trust in the process of God. You're not focusing on that. So the devil will basically keep the things in front of us that, that will try to keep our focus away from what's going on. And it makes you feel like that everything is against you. And you see it, you hear it, and you think about it all the time because nothing changed for you yet, right? 
Because when you put your trust in God, there's timing for everything. When the enemy does that, it makes you, again, not focus on the works of God. Faith is the unseen. Faith is the unknown. Faith is putting your trust in God, and God works behind the scenes. He doesn't have to check in with us. He doesn't have to answer to us. He doesn't owe us any explanation, but he does know what's next. God knows what's next, and he does know how it all will work out together for your good. He does know that if you have faith in him and his ability, then to those who seek him will be rewards, as the scripture says. So remember, the enemy wants to put everything in your face. He wants to put the natural in your face, but God wants us to be spiritual. But it says in James chapter 1, verses 2 and 3, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. This right here is why God opens up our lives to storms, trials, and different tribulations, because he has every intent of helping us grow and the knowledge of him by giving us motivations to seek him. And I hope that makes sense. His grace is sufficient for us. This is exactly why we should always have a shield of faith. When our faith is in God's power and our love is strong, it's impossible for Satan to break through our shield. Faith means more than just believing that God exists. It includes a firm belief that everything that God does is truly for our good. And also faith is an absolute belief that God will always do what he has promised. By definition, faith is not talking about, thinking about, or even celebrating God's truth. It's the process of adapting our behavior, our decisions, and ultimately our whole lifestyle. So that it accords what God has us to do without needing to see any, any evidence that it will all work out in the end. Remember, faith is an action, and it's the act of faith that becomes a shield of protection to guard us against the enemy. It's the action. All right, ladies? So remember, faith is an action. Faith is believing in the unseen. So anything that's in front of you, anything that the enemy tries to, to keep in front of you in the natural, that's not God. God is in the spiritual, ladies. So we have to keep our faith. And our actions have to show that we have faith, okay? The next area that we're going to talk about is how the enemy will attack our salvation. First, let's talk about what salvation really means. Like, salvation simply means to be saved or delivered from the result of a sin, right? Salvation is only possible through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And this is why it's so important that we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And if you haven't done so, Please go back and listen to the podcast called Where It Starts. It will explain it all in detail. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I strongly suggest you go back and listen to that podcast. But it says in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But the good news is there is salvation in Jesus Christ and him alone. Jesus paid the price for our sins with his blood when he died on the cross, but he didn't stay dead. He rose again, defeating the power of sin and death. So yes, we all are sinners, but we have a savior. And anyone who calls upon the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, shall be saved. So the question is, how does the enemy attack our salvation, right? Now, the enemy will place false gods in our lives, idols, so to speak. And idols are things that you put before God, things that you put before praying, reading your Bible, or seeking God. Those are idols. And it's something that you feel like you can't go without. Like the enemy will use these idols to distract us in so many ways. It's things that may not even start out as idols, but the enemy will turn it into something you feel like you can't do without. 
things like being an alcoholic or using drugs in general. One of the main reasons people do these things are because it numbs the pain, right? It's to distract you from reality and I guess feel like at ease for the moment. So because people feel like they cannot live without that, that's their first choice before going to God. That's a false God. If there's anything that you do before talking to God or seeking God, that's your false God. That's your God. Social media has become an idol for most. People every second of the day feel like they have to be on social media. Waking up, not thanking God, but looking at their phone. Searching for, you know, the answer through other people's lives. That's a false God. When you would rather search through social media all day, but you don't thank God at all throughout the day, people don't even realize that the enemy is attacking them in so many ways in that area because he's attacking your mind in that area as well. But I'm not, I'm not going to go too deep in that right now. That's going to be on another podcast. Gambling is also a false guy. It's something that you feel like you cannot live without. Some people gamble. They have to gamble all day long. They, some people, you know, lose everything that they have because they're gambling, but it's all a distraction. All of these things are attacks of the enemy. He makes us think that Jesus is not the way and that these other things that we put first can save us in some way, somehow. It, and it numbs things for the moment. It takes away our mind off of things for the moment. It fills that void, right? Some type of void. But the devil is a liar. The enemy knows that God is a jealous God. And he does not want anyone or anything put before him. The enemy knows that. The devil knows that. So all of these false gods and all of these idols that we have in our life, the enemy is he happy. He's happy because ultimately we don't have time to pray or we don't have time to spend quiet time with God. But five hours of our day, we're doing something else that has, that's not going to do anything for us. And again, I'm going to go back to social media. Five hours out of the day, you're on social media, searching, scrolling, and figuring out what's going on in other people's lives. When we can be trying to build our relationship and build our foundation with God, God is a jealous God. He doesn't want anything else put before him. And when we have these idols, we're falling into sin daily. And again, this is what the devil wants. Uh, he attacks our minds. But our God, he's a forgiving God. And what we do is we need to go to him and we need to repent. Repent for our sins. But we need to repent and change our ways. Put God before any and all things daily. And the way that we do this, the way that we protect our minds is with the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation prevents Satan from filling your minds with destructive thoughts. Our enemy hates that we are choosing this path and will stop at nothing to destroy us because of we choosing the path of trying to build our relationship with God. He's not going to stop. When you think about it, what is a helmet made to protect? A helmet is, is to protect our head from fatal blows, right? Because our head is so sensitive that without a helmet, if somebody was to hit their head, it can cause a lot of internal bleeding, internal damage, all of those things. But the same thing comes when it's having on a helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation can protect our thoughts from the enemy attacks and the temptations to disobey God, which can also cause internal attacks that could lead to doubt, fear, anxiety, and all of those things. So the enemy also wants to distract us and stop us from learning and knowing our word. Again, the reason why is because 
Satan knows that God is not a man that he should lie. So the Bible is a living Bible. And for us trying to learn it, study it, and focus on it daily, that means that we are seeking God. And it says in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12, For the word of God is alive and active, sharpened than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing souls and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So our sword won't stay sharp on its own. We must continually sharpen it and reading and understanding the word and promises of God. That's how we sharpen our sword. And it brings us back to the armor of God's scripture um, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. It says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of spirit help us to... It help us to conquer our enemies. So we have to read our word. We have to make sure we know our word. And it may be intimidating. I know. It was so intimidating to me. But we have so many different resources out there. They have a lot of different versions of the Bible out there. They have the NIV version. They have the message version. They have the Amplified version. And that's just to name a few. There's so many versions that you can choose from that will help you to be able to understand the Bible better. There's the Bible app out there that you can download on your phone. They have it on both Apple and Android. The Bible app on there has tons and tons of Bible plans that you can base on how you're feeling and what you're dealing with in that point in time. And you can read it for yourself. And those Bible apps basically, they'll have um, a little devotions and then they'll have scriptures to go with it. And they'll tie the scriptures and the devotions together. But it helps you understand it better. And it goes with whatever you're dealing with in your life. But it comes down to us knowing our word. When it comes to reading the Bible, everybody started in different places. I started in the New Testament because it was a little easier for me to understand that first. But some people start from the beginning to the end. Some people start in Psalms. Some people start in Proverbs. It's all about what works for you. But take the time every day to do something. Take the time every day to make God your number one focus this is the sword of spirit our spirit has to be filled with the word of God and when we know the word of God the enemy can't lie to us he can't trick us so these are the armors of God and the last armor you know they don't talk about it but it does say it in the scripture in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 it says and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. But we must pray. Pray in the spirit on all occasions. So it may not be a piece of armor that we need to put on, but it's definitely important. We need to pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer requests. And with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people, not just yourself. Don't just be selfish and only pray for yourself. Pray for all the Lord's people. Again, the enemy don't want us to know these things. So ladies, I hope that this two-part series was able to help. We have to understand how the enemy will continuously try to attack us, right? He had tried to attack us in so many ways. And it says in 1 Peter um, chapter 5, verse 8, it says, Be alert and sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. I'm going to read that again. It says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion 
looking for someone to devour. And with that being said, we have to be alert and sober-minded. We have to declutter our minds from the worldly things. And we have to open our eyes to be able to see or open our ears to be able to hear. This scripture, it states that the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, which means that he is loud about it. He ain't trying to be quiet. He's loud. He's not trying to be quiet at all. He's loud. He's arrogant, annoying, like a roaring lion. So when you think about it like that and we don't hear or we don't see him coming, it's because we're cluttered with so many things of this world. So we have to declutter our minds and our spirits from the things of this world. So do me a favor, like pause this podcast right now or even go to the go after you listen to the podcast or whatever you do and Google a roaring lion. YouTube it. YouTube, Google a roaring lion and see how loud that lion really is. And I want you to really do that to get a better understanding, like to really have a visual and hear how loud a roaring lion is. And it may not, you may not have the full effect because you're not in the presence of the lion. But when you hear how loud that roar is, the devil is loud. But we're not able to see or hear him at all. It's crazy, right? He tricks us a lot because he's a liar, like he's a trickster. That's what he does. But we're on this journey of becoming divine ladies, and we have to, and we're going to open our eyes to see and open our ears to be able to hear what the enemy is up to. Then we will be able to make our family and friends aware of the same things. So everything that we're learning, we can teach and help the people that we love and everybody that's connected to us, to our obedience. And it's our responsibility to share with the ladies that we know to make them aware The devil is up to no good. And as we are becoming more aware of his strategies, we will know how to bind those spirits and decree and declare against those things in the name of Jesus. So again, ladies, I hope that this two-part series was able to help you in some type of way. I hope it, even if it was one simple area that helps you, if it was one thing that opened your eyes, one thing that opened your ears, like something. I hope that something from these podcasts was able to help you in any way know the schemes of the devil. Do not let the enemy have it all. Do not allow the enemy to take control over you. Do not allow the enemy in. Put on every armor of God. We have the belt of truth. We have the breastplate of righteousness. We have the shoes of peace. We have the shield of faith. We have the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit. And of course, we have prayer. So all of those things combined, ladies, we have to educate ourselves. We have to become more aware. It's all scary. I get it. It all can sound so scary because you think it's a lot of information to take in, but that's not the case. When you start chasing after God, chasing after God's heart, God allow you to to start to understand things in a different way. When you start to seek God, when you read in that Bible, which all look like a different language to you, it will all be so clear. Ask God to, to speak to you. Ask God to make it clear for you to understand. Talk to God as if he was sitting right in front of you. He's your friend. He's your father. He's everything that you need him to be at any given time. So, ladies, I hope, I hope, I hope. Again, that this was able to help you in any way. Just a quick reminder again, 
don't forget to share with any ladies that you may know. If this hasn't touched you in any way, it could definitely help somebody else. You never know. But you also have lives that's connected to your obedience. Please comment below so we can allow other ladies to be aware of what the podcast is about. We want to get the word out there about God. That's what it's all about. We have to to get the word out about God so more souls can be saved. It's so many so many people that are of the world, but we are trying to become divine ladies. We are trying to become of God and not be of the world. But there's so many people out there that are of the world. And we have to help save their soul. Don't forget to sign up for the devotionals. And if you have any prayer requests, please email me, all right? All the information will be below. And, of course, you ladies know that I would like to end the podcast with the prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today to say thank you, Lord. Thank you for being God. Thank you for being our Father, oh God. Thank you for being everything that we need at any given time, oh God. Thank you for being our strong tower, oh God. Thank you for giving us strength, oh God. Thank you for being our strength and our shoulder to lean on, oh God. We thank you for peace, oh God. We thank you for your provision, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for life today, oh God. We thank you for breathing breath in our lungs, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord. Lord, I ask that you forgive those of us that feel like that we have done it all on our own, oh God, or that we have to do it on our own. And thank you again for reminding us that you are with us at all times, oh God. Lord, I pray that you show your daughters anything that they may idolize and make their idol knowingly and unknowingly, oh God. Reveal to us what those things may be and please remove them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I I ask that you also reveal to us any individual person or people that we idolize and we make our idols that we put before you, oh God. Lord, I ask that you may reveal those things to us in the name of Jesus. For Lord, we know that nothing or no one comes before you, oh God. So we repent today for those things in advance, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So again, knowingly and unknowingly, Lord, we ask that you reveal any idols in our life any false gods in our life that we put before you oh god reveal them so we can see them and remove them oh god in the name of jesus christ we ask that you may fix our thoughts on you lord in the name of jesus lord help us to remember that even though the devil prowls around like a roaring lion that we should never fear that because our praises to you will always roar louder than he ever could Help us to remember that all we have to say is hallelujah to you, God, and in the presence of the enemy, and heaven will come down and fight for us, O God. So, Lord, help us to remember that and know that all things that are here on surface level that we are dealing with and that we are struggling with and the things that we are fighting with that you have already taken care of, O God. Help us to remember that we serve an able God, a worthy God, O God, in the name of Jesus, that you are worthy, O God. So no matter how we may be feeling, no matter what we may be feeling is the worst thing that's going on right now in our lives or how the enemy would just keep those negative things that are on surface level in our face. Thank you that all we have to do is praise you in the middle of the storm because you are right there in the middle of the storm with us. You were always in the middle of everything with us. You never leave us alone. You never leave our side. You are always there fighting with us and fighting for us. So I thank you for that, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you never give up on us, Lord, because you are just always right there whenever we need you. 
So, Lord, I thank you, Lord. We take up our shield of faith that will destroy all the darts that are thrown our way from the enemy, oh God. We believe in your power to protect us, oh God, and that we choose to trust in you in the name of Jesus. We put on the helmet of salvation today, oh God, which covers our minds, our thoughts, and reminds us that we are your daughters, that we are forgiven, that we are set free, and that we were saved by the grace in the name of Jesus. We just thank you. So we take up the sword of spirit with your very word, and that's the weapon that you give us for battle, which is the power to demolish any strongholds that may be held against us, and it's sharper than any double-edged sword. So we thank you for that power, Lord. So, Lord, we ask for your help in remembering to put on the full armor of God every day, oh God, for you give us all that we need to stand firm in this world, oh God. Help us to not fear. Forgive us, God, for the times that we were unprepared, for the times that we was too busy to care, or even try to fight and wrestle in our own strength. Forgive us, Lord, for you give us the strength. You, you have already won the battle, and all we have to do is seek you. And speak your word and speak hallelujah, God, and you will take care of us, oh God. So we thank you that we never fight alone. We thank you for constantly being at work on our behalf, oh God, shielding us and protecting us, oh God, for strengthening us and exposing the, the, the enemy, the darkness of the enemy, oh God. And you bring the light to us that we need, oh God, and you, your angels cover us and you protect us, oh God, daily from the attacks that we face that we know and sometimes that we don't even know. For all we have to do is study your word, read your word, understand your word, and pray to you, Lord, and you have given us the victory. So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for giving us the strategies of the enemy, oh God. I thank you for allowing us to be able to, to learn maybe something new today, oh God, that you have brought your daughters here. Everyone that needs to hear this message Lord that you have brought them here oh God and you are speaking to them through me oh God in the name of Jesus so I just thank you I thank you for all of your strategies and all the plans that you have made out for us oh God to make every crooked path straight oh God and we are here Lord and I just thank you for you are the potter and we are the clay Lord thank you in the name of Jesus for you are loving God you are almighty oh God we adore you and we praise your name glory to your name oh God in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So, ladies, I thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. And I hope it was able to help some of you. And I hope you ladies have a great rest of your week. Bye, ladies. Bye.